Hey there, this is David Fitzgerald, the author of Jesus Mything in Action, and you're listening to The Canadian Atheist. How can it be argued, I've got a minute I think now, how can it be argued that something that's on a knife edge for life, a knife edge for life, could go either way, that keeping us on the knife edge proves there must be a designer at work. Why would a designer keep us on a knife edge where at any moment our planet might tip to be where the other planets he made were dead, lifeless? where nothing happens. The knife edge proves a designer. It proves nothing of the kind. And if it wasn't life, it would be death that they'd use for their argument from design. Professor Francis Collins, the man who helped us sequence the Human Genome Project, says that he went for a hike one day in the wilderness. We've all been impressed by nature in our day, as we have by music and by sex and by love and by many other things, to feel that there's a transcendent. But Professor Collins goes and he sees a frozen glacier with the three streams of river frozen in a trinity. Nothing can live up there. It's a lifeless thing. And it happens to be a metaphor for Christianity. He falls to his knees and accepts Jesus as he sees this. And he expects us to think that that's an argument and that that's evidence. Well, as I say, scientists or people who claim to be interested in science can believe weird and foolish things. Just be aware that that's the deal you're being offered today. Thanks. Welcome to The Canadian Atheist, a podcast about news, current events, and commentary on all things atheism from a Canadian perspective. Now, if this podcast carries the explicit tag, and wears it like a motherfucking badge of honor? So, if you get offended, you might want to switch off. The CA records each week live from Apostasy Studios. Why not join in the discussion? Find us on Facebook, email us at theca at rogers.com, or follow us on the old Twitter machine at the underscore CA underscore podcast. If we're amused or tweaked by your stuff, we just might even use it on the show. And now, here are Michael and Dean. All right, here we go. Welcome to CA. Today is Wednesday, September 4th, 2019. I am Michael. And I am Dean's wife. There you go. Meredith. It's not the first time you've been on. No, it is not. Uh, yeah, so how the hell are you? Fucking wicked. Yeah? Yeah. That's good. Yeah, it's been a good day. That's good. Yeah, um, yeah so, t- so today, this week, I should say, today and this week, mm-hmm. today for this week, today <laughs> as a portion of this week, uh, we're doing something a little bit uh, different. Uh, Meredith had some stuff that uh, she wanted to come on and talk about. So a, f- a, few week- a few weeks back, a month, a while a ago, while, yeah. um, because uh, of all the, the flood shit that uh, had gone on, um, we were t- uh, we were talking. Dean and I were talking about, hey, you know, Meredith wants to come on again, and I says, oh, we'll set it up, and here we are because it took so long because of all the other shit going on and life and so on and so forth. So uh, we're going to talk about uh, some of that stuff. We also have um, going to keep things on the lighter side. All the news. That we have today is all really funny audio. Awesome. Except, well, there's one little story, and then this pamphlet that I got handed. I love it, yeah. And then Excited about that. one, two, three, four uh, audio stories. Okay. One of which, had I recorded all of it to play back, was over 20 minutes. Oh, Jesus. But I didn't do that. Thank it's only you. like six. Thank you. It's still really funny. It's, um, it's our, our dear friend, uh, Miss Kat Kerr, um, who is a never... Yeah, I will say a never-ending <laughs> treasure trove of Fuckery. of shit stain stories mm-hmm. about and it's always about the same stuff. Like she's all about commanding things. Okay. So and but I, I don't want to spoil it. But she's oh, she's, don't. she's yeah. commanding shit. Okay. So um hey everybody. Uh thanks for uh thanks for listening. 
taking time out of your busy days to listen to my unbelievably foul mouth and lovely Meredith. Um, <laughs> Cause even though you do, you know, you, you, you can tear a strip. I can. Um, I tend not to, yeah. but I can. Yes. I'll, don't worry. I'll do it enough. For I do off. appreciate being welcomed on this show a second time. Oh no, it's, it's great. Uh, your family. So, um, just because I'm family doesn't mean I have to come on your podcast. <laughs> that's true. And just because you're family doesn't necessarily mean you're welcome. I got lots of family exactly. that I'd never have sit where you are. Exactly. Let uh, alone twice. So right. I am honored. Um, so yeah, so this is only the second time actually recording, uh, now that everything is, is done. Um, I didn't get any, um, negative emails or comments about, um, feedback or anything. So that's Mm. good. Mm -hmm. But I, but I did want to share a couple of, uh, I I did want to share a couple of emails that we got. Okay. Uh, Well, the first one is just from, so the, the hosting service that we use every time someone new follows us. Okay. Um, which it, it's funny because it doesn't happen a lot and I don't care. Um, people go on, I can, I can see the views. I can see the, I can see the downloads both mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. WordPress and iTunes and that's all that matters. But when somebody clicks on the follow, what it means is every time I upload something after Dean and I record or Dean and uh, me and whoever, or, um, I get, they get a notification and so do I. Right. So this is, um, I, well, I don't know. So because I don't know necessarily who these people are, um, I will just, I will just make up names. Okay. So thank you to Patty. Thank um, you, Patty. Thank you, Patty for, uh, for following. And also, um, got an email from someone who I've spoken with now several times via email. We're now connected on Facebook. Um, he's local, meaning oh. like he's like in Durham region. Nice. He is an atheist. Awesome. His family, not so much. Um, and so, you know, there, there's a, uh, interesting set of circumstances by which he kind of uh, reached out to us via email and stuff like that. And he sent us an email. So, hey, how are you? I won't even see your name because you know who you are. Especially <laughs> when I read the question because you'll mm-hmm. know it was you who sent that question. Mm-hmm. So the email says, do you guys, uh, are you guys only going to do audio or do you have any plans for, to record video for YouTube? Thanks. And then his, and then his name. And I will, I will answer that. I, Dean and I have never really spoken about it. Um, I feel actually quite passionate about it. Okay. Because I have a body for radio. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so I'm just going to leave it at that. Uh, no, we, we don't currently have any you plans. You got a face for radio, have yeah. you? Um, but now, because of uh, like, you know, Google and everything, mm-hmm. the CA has a YouTube channel. Okay. They ain't fuck all on it. Nothing's going to be done. I ain't never done fuck all. Okay. Whenever I go on to, I have YouTube premium, which means I don't have to look at like ads. All the ads. Yeah. That's lovely. I'm sure. It gives me a hard on and (laughs) not having to watch them, not, not watching them (laughs) because watching a commercial never gave anybody a hard on unless it was like a, unless it was like a bra commercial from the 1980s. I'm getting way too off. off Or maybe one of those Super Bowl commercials. The, the, the one for the, there's like a Super Bowl 
um, commercial for like a hamburger or something. And it was this woman sitting in the back of a sports car. And it was just like shots of like vulgar shots of her breasts as she's eating this hamburger. It was like the stupidest commercial I've ever seen. And it was supposed to be for a hamburger, but it was. All of a sudden I want a hamburger. (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, Okay. Look it up. So, yeah, so there's no plans uh, for, for video, but, um, uh, but I have been on actually a few, uh, I've been on a couple of different people's, uh, YouTube channels, uh, just for like, you know, kind of drop-ins and stuff like that. So if you really feel the need to, to see my ugly mug, um, you can go on to G-Man. Yes, I did say G-Man, uh, G-Man's channel. And we had like a two and a half hour conversation. Uh, he was basically on his, he was on his YouTube channel calling out atheists because we're horrible Mm -hmm. and uh i was just kind of chirping him in his chat and so he invited me on so i'm like okay fuck you and i went on and we chatted for like uh two and a half hours yeah so that was that that was interesting but beyond that yeah or steve mccray uh steve mccray's channel the great debate community um i think we're on a couple there steve mccray is supposed to be coming on uh probably next week uh hopefully him and uh cheshire is one of his um co-hosts for things so so that'll that'll be cool i haven't told dean about this yet (laughs) like i didn't i i assumed dean didn't know because i haven't heard anything about that uh yeah okay so let's get into uh the shit we got to get into so um the first thing i want to talk about so i had to go to ikea today oh my god you got that at ikea this no that yeah i got this i got this out front (laughs) what's that noise almost sounds like somebody's like something's happening anyway Maybe it's, oh, it's probably Shannon on the phone downstairs. Noise travels. Um, anyway. Basketballs. Yeah. Um, okay. So I, I got this lovely, mm-hmm. um, trifold pamphlet. Um, and when I flip it over and I look at the back, um, it's, uh, who's it from? It's from RBC's, no, not Royal Bank of Canada. Uh, RBC Ministries. I don't know who RBC Ministries uh, is. Uh, if you really want to look them up, have some fun. Go to rbc.org mm-hmm. and uh, chirp at them a little bit. Anyway, th- this is important because our life depends on this. and Well, not just our life, but you know, our forever. Yeah, I was just going to say our afterlife depends yeah. on this. So this is a lovely little brochure. This is 10 Reasons to Believe in the Existence of God. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to go through all of them because, holy fuck, no, um, it's all way too much. I'll just I'll just summarize all the bullshit. So the first one it says here, um, the so, and I don't know whether these are listed like in order of importance. So like number one is like the biggest reason. <laughs> it oh can't. God. It can't be. Okay, what's number one? The inevitability of faith. Wait, what? So- the in oh it's the fuckers outside okay 10 reasons That's to believe in god yes and the first one is the inevitability of faith yes yeah hmm. faith is completely useless it's uh, there's now and it's funny because other people say oh you know you have faith you have faith blah, blah blah no you don't um so like for example um it's it's used colloquially in like oh you know you have faith in your wife no, I have trust. In yeah, I was just going to say, I have trust in my wife. I wouldn't yeah. say I have faith in my wife. Yeah, well, you don't have a wife, I don't think. 
So crap, now it's out. Yeah, damn, damn it all. <laughs> That's okay. Only thousand, only a few thousand people will hear that. Mm. It doesn't matter. Um, so yeah, there's that. I'm not even gonna bother going into little tidbits because it's all just bullshit. Yeah, it is. Um, the second reason is the limitations of science is a good reason to believe in God. Now, I have an interesting, I have, <laughs> I, I have an interesting T-shirt. Well, I have lots of interesting T-shirts. One of the T-shirts says. Um, uh, and it's, it's one that, uh, I got from, uh, I got, um, oh, I forget where I got it, but the website was, um, the idea was from a shirt that Aaron Ra has and it has a picture of him on it. And it says, science doesn't know everything. Religion doesn't know anything. Mm-hmm. Um, which I have found to be absolutely true. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I mean, would you agree that science has limitations? I, I think science well, absolutely, has limitations. Absolutely, yeah. science has limitations. You, if you know everything, you know nothing. Really? Yeah. If because you know it, everything, you know nothing. Yeah. Well, if like you, if you, if you think you know everything, you know nothing. Uh, okay. Uh, in, in that vein, Christopher Hitchens uh, once said, I heard him say in a debate, he said he believes that this sign of an educated person is their ability to admit how little they know. Yeah, agreed. I, I think in, in science is, is proof of that. I mean, they're constantly looking for more knowledge, more proof of what, like, what they already think they know. They're still trying to disprove or... That's how you get famous in science. Right. To disprove someone's... Exactly. I mean, that's, that's what science is. It's the constant search for more knowledge. I agree. Yeah. The third one's very interesting. Oh, I'm excited. Well, it's it's the problems of evolution. Um, psst, um, I'm gonna give you guys a little hint. The only problem with evolution is you fuckers that don't accept it. Um, <laughs> evolution is, and I'll take another line from from Aaron Ra. Uh, evolution is an absolute fact that can be demonstrated. It is, it is a fact of population genetics, changes in a little fre- allele frequency over time. Um, it is no longer anything that can be intelligently um, discussed or debated. Um, evolution happened, happens, continues to happen, has been um, observed in real time, both, both micro and macro, even though there shouldn't really be a differenti- differentiation between micro and macro because micro evolution between species um, macro evolution, um, from species, like including speciation, both have been, uh, observed. So that's a lot of bullshit. You, you, ex- I'm going to assume you accept the, that evolution thing, right? I believe more in genies, but you know, to okay. each their own. all right, get out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the four is interesting. The habits of the heart. What the fuck? Okay. So the heart is just an organ that we have in our body that pumps blood. It doesn't do anything other than that. Right. Well, Um, okay. But I, like I, I get, I just don't understand why these are called 10, what it? 10 reasons to believe in the existence of God. So these are 10 reasons 
why you believe in God. These are not 10 reasons to believe in God. Nobody has ever been able to give one good reason to believe in anything. Well, exactly. But like the the front of it says 10 reasons to believe in the existence of God. So these are 10 reasons why you believe in the existence of God. You're not telling me why to believe in it. Yep. It, in, oh my God. So I, I really recommend everybody go to rbc.org to read each of these things. I'm going to blast through the rest of them. Um, number five is the background of Genesis. Um, this is something I feel really strongly about. Um, you <laughs> can't. You said you're going to blast through it and yeah. then you read the next one. You're like, nope, can't do it. <laughs> you cannot read the first two chapters of the book of Genesis without saying this is total fucking bullshit. Um, the Genesis is a really, really good example of how, of, of how the people who wrote the Bible didn't know fuck all about what they were writing about. Um, plants being, you know, created on day four, but no sun until, well, pardon me, <laughs> uh, plants on day three, no sun until day four. And it's funny because I've, I've heard people, I've heard people use apologetics and say, no, 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 the light was there. The light was there. Well, um, in the, in the Bible, it actually says, on the fourth day, God created two great lights, one to dominate the day and one to dominate the light. So right there, the people who wrote that were too fucking stupid to understand the moon doesn't generate light, it reflects it, mm-hmm. um, and that you can't have plants without the sun. Um, so th- there's right there. And now you go on. Now, the first creation account in Genesis says that... Um, it says, I forget exactly um, the exact uh, verse, but it says on the uh, on the sixth day, I think it was on the sixth day, it says, let us create uh, man uh, in our image. Man and woman, let us create them. Right? Okay. Uh, obviously, God was talking to, I don't know, his thumb or something. I don't know. Who the um, fuck knows? Or I, well, I think it, it's supposed to be that he was talking to Jesus. Right? Now, in Genesis chapter 2, it says first that, uh, God created Adam out of dirt. Okay. So creationists think that we're smug for accepting <laughs> the, that something came from nothing with a big bang, yeah. but they're totally okay with God creating a human a being human from dirt out of inorganic, yeah. uh, matter or non-living matter, I should say, cause, cause earth yeah. is organic. Um, and then uh, seeing that it wasn't good for Adam to be lonely, mm-hmm. put him to sleep, mm-hmm. took one of his ribs mm-hmm. and made woman. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then Adam said, you know, here you are bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. I shall call you woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it says in the Bible that God created woman to be a compliment to the man. Keep that in mind, lady. <laughs> um, so, Genesis is complete bullshit. Every part of well, the Bible's bullshit, but um, Genesis in particular is just so much bullshit. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not well versed enough in the Bible to speak intelligently. Yeah. Uh, on that, I can speak intelligently. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just not on that. It's just not about the Bible. I mean, at least I hope I can speak yeah. intelligently. Number today. six is the nation of Israel. I don't have anything important oh to say about God. that. Number seven is the claims of Christ, um, which is a whole nother can of worms. We've talked about uh, Jesus and Jesus mythicism versus historicism a bunch of times. Yeah. Um, I'm not convinced the dude lived uh, in the first place. And even if there was um, uh, Yeshua ben Joseph, um, 
then that has speaks nothing to the supernatural claims attributed to him. Um, the evidence of miracles, there's no such thing. Um, the details of nature. Um, what I would ask everybody, and it's funny because I've, he- I've heard this uh, a few times, but look up the laryngeal nerve in giraffes. <laughs> and that is one of the best examples of if there was design... Really, Somebody really fucked up. Poor design because the laryngeal nerve goes in a giraffe because of the long neck. It goes up, down, and then back up for no fucking reason whatsoever. Um, if in the light of evolution, it makes perfect sense, but in the light of creation, stupid. Uh, another another really good one is uh, the urinary tract in a man runs directly through the prostate gland. Yeah. Um, that's poor design. Um, and, and then the last one is, I love what Robin Williams once said when talking about, um, the human body. He says, he says, there's, there's no way the human body was designed because no designer would ever put an amusement park next to a waste management facility. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, but sex is bad. So, well, yeah, it, it's not an amusement park to religion. It's specifically for procreation so that the religion can grow. Yeah. And then the last one, uh, Number 10, the voice of experience. Now, I did read that little blurb about that, and basically it's like, you know, the personal experience of God witnessing all that other shit, which is just, you're hearing voices, you should seek help. Mm. Um, uh, Yeah. But uh, thanks to whoever, I didn't even really look at the person too much. I just kind of looked at him and uh, fucking rolled my eyes and walked away. But I knew I couldn't not take it. Well, of course. I had to take it. Yeah. I I wonder if rbc.org has a... has a Twitter account oh, that I can go on and have some fun with. That could be good. Um, okay. So sidetrack over. Let's get into the uh, audio. What are you looking at? Oh, I'm just reading your your oh, little Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So the so those uh, before they were on um, in the other room. Yeah. When the room was flipped, they were there. So you may not have even yeah, seen I them. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen them. Well, some of these are these three are new. Oh, well, then I... Shannon got them for me for Christmas last year. Okay. Um, so, okay. So now let's jump into to the audio, and this is, okay. this is some funny fucking shit. Um, here we are. So the, the first one is um, uh, your friend and mine, Tony Perkins. Uh, Tony Perkins is... Um, he's the president mm-hmm. of... Uh, the Family Research Council. And as we've talked about before, the best way to be able to identify a hate group in the U.S. is to see family in the, yeah. in the, in the organization's <laughs> Fair enough. Family Research Council, focus on the family, all these things. These are hyper right-wing, uh, religious organizations that just, you know, Jesus and all that other bullshit. So um, he was on, uh, he was on Fox news which is a totally unbiased news source absolutely and uh he was very reliable yeah and so he he had a lot to say about uh why there's you know all these mass shootings in the u.s he he has he he in fact has insight Oh, uh, into them so we'll be we'll we'll play this a little bit and then i'm sure we'll pause because i'm sure i'll have something to say um, as you played quiet and here we go here's uh here's tony 
Pete, thanks. A Fox News alert now. Five people are dead, 21 others injured, including three law enforcement officers after a traffic stop on a West Texas highway sparks a drive-by shooting rampage. Joining us now, Southern Baptist pastor and former police officer Tony Perkins, also the president of the Family Research Council. Tony, it's always a pleasure to have you. First, I want to get your thoughts on the shooting in Texas. Well, the words uh, have been used far too frequently and are beginning to use their uh, their meaning, but it's it's tragic. And at some point, at some point, we have to realize that we have a, as a nation, we have a problem. And uh, the problem is not the absence of, uh, of laws, it's an absence. Oh, what's he going to say? Oh, it's an not absence the of abs- religion in schools. Okay. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. Okay. Absence of, of morality. Really, the result of okay, decades-long march. So it's morality, not, not God in schools. But hold on, there's a bonus round. Uh, Through the institutions of America, driving religion and God from the public square. Let's get into a little bit more on that. You have a new op-ed out. I knew it was in there somewhere. Topic on trying to end gun violence. What do we need to do as a country? (laughs) Whenever I think of something like this, um, remember that remember that part in the movie Liar Liar, when Jim Carrey can't lie. And uh, his his uh, his secretary says, "Oh, you know, so and so needs you on the phone. He just you know robbed another bank or something and needs your advice." And Jim Carrey takes the takes the phone and says, "Stop breaking the law, asshole!" <laughs> um, and to this, he was like, "What do we need to do? We need to get the fucking guns out. Like, this is not where. Okay, where do you stand on? I mean." Like oh, as a, as a Canadian, guns are like guns are weird to us. Generally, they really speaking. are, yeah. Um, yeah. But w- what do you think about average <laughs> average citizen? I think Chris Rock has it totally right. We oh, don't yeah. need gun control. We, we need, need bullet, bullet control. control. <laughs> That's interesting. That's, yep. Every bullet should cost thousands. Exactly. I'm telling you, man, you are going to be accurate as. Fuck. That's right. No more innocent bystanders. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> You're going to really have to think about if you want to kill somebody. Like, yep. it's not going to be just a... Clearly, prison is not what's stopping people from shooting. No. It's and not a deterrent. It, it's the, not a deterrent. Even the possibility of the death penalty. Even the possibility of a death penalty. A, even the possibility of being shot to death for the act itself. Like, these are not deterrents. No, and we know that. Yeah, we know that. I'm I'm feeling like money is a deterrent because money is often a driving. Well, money's not often a driving force. Anger is a driving force. Let's be honest. Yeah. Okay. Let's hear what Anyways, else Tony has to yeah, say. Yeah. Let's continue. But Don, I'm willing, as a former police officer and a, an ardent supporter of the Second Amendment, I'm willing to sit down with the left who say, "I don't want to hear any more about your prayers." Well, I agree. Praying alone is not enough. It's time to act. And it's not just about having a conversation about restricting those who should not have guns, criminals, but it's also a discussion of the absence of a moral core in our... He had me right up until then. Right? I was, I was actually like, wow, this is, yeah, this is good. Yeah, this guy's Keep not going. as stupid as the average Republican. Yeah, but then... Then he, then he kept on talking. <laughs> <laughs> culture today i mean look we've taught our kids that they are a chance uh, they, they come about by chance through primordial slime and then we're surprised that they right. so meredith right now has her head in her hands staring up the ceiling rolling her eyes um no nobody nobody thinks that N- nobody thinks that this is this is a narrative that is sold it's uh frank turek who's uh who's an apologist and a 
uh, author and stuff like that. He debated Christopher Hitchens a bunch of times. He debated a, b- a bunch of guys. He said um, one of his favorite lines is, oh, you know the whole saying, from the goo to zoo to you, right? So from the primordial goo to the zoo to you. And he uh, he's also been quoted as saying, you know, it's like if you tell people they're apes, they're going to behave like apes. Um, well, I got news for you. We're fucking apes. We are apes. Period. End of sentence. Demonstrable fact. We're apes. Um, but this this is the narrative that's that's sold by the religious right wow. to say if you don't if you don't you know if you don't if you ain't got Jesus you ain't got nothing uh, kind of thing. Everything's got just crap. <laughs> yeah. They treat their fellow Americans like dirt. It's time we talk about the result of the left's systematic march through our institutions, driving religious expression from the public square. I think we have to go back to the point where we we instill in these children, at least give them the opportunity to know that they're created in the image of God. Therefore, they have inherent value. And as the first president of the United States said, don't hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, so I'm really, really glad that he said that because, oh, fuck. Oh, that makes me angry. Like on a deep level. Let it out. (sighs) Preach, sister. So one of the things that I want to talk about with you is the... I'm going to say the wrong word because I don't say words properly sometimes. Um, a ball, a, 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 the fucking destruction of religion on the whole. And I feel like a lot of that is because mean, religion. Abolish, abolishment? Abolishment. That's the word okay. I was looking for. Thank you. Yes. Um. And, and the, the, the beauty of religion is that it's very inclusive and it makes people feel valued. It really does. But you don't need religion to be valued and that he is... Oh, I'm <laughs> so mad. Because it's not... Uh, so normally what happens is I have my brown friend turning red. Because Dean's brown. Now I have Meredith's wife, who's not brown, turning red. So it's a different experience for me. It's yeah. exciting. Yeah, this doesn't happen very often. I don't like. I don't get really upset about this stuff because I'm just like, yeah, 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 whatever. You're being an idiot. Right. But that like hits right at the core of everything that I believe. Okay. Because I, I, religion is Poisonous. a subset. I mean, I well, it's a subset of finding your value because we require validation from other people to feel our to don't require it but we seek it out through other people some of us do like there's okay so there's different agreed like like there's so there's two kind of like there there are people who rely on external justification Mm -hmm. um who need who sometimes not necessarily need that's the wrong word who who desire Mm -hmm. and who feel better for Mm -hmm. someone else saying good job Mm -hmm. to them Mm -hmm. and then there are others who have an internal uh lotus of justification that can look at something that they've done and say this is good you don't like it? Go fuck your hat. Yeah. I don't I don't need you telling me I did a good job. No, and I don't think that's what validation I I you and I have different ideas of what validation are. I think validation is is the inherent your right to feel the way you do to validate a person's 
thoughts and feelings rather than... Oh, you posted on Facebook about this a a couple weeks ago. I did, yeah. I think I commented on it. You did. Um, And a lot of people think that validation is an external um, agreement to action. And I I disagree. I think validation is a, is a, a, an acknowledgement of your need to feel and think the way you do without condoning the action. Interesting. So this is, this is really uncomfortable for me because. Oh, it's okay. We'll keep going then if it's uncomfortable. Yeah, it's very uncomfortable for me. We'll, We'll keep going. Okay. Don't think that we can have morality without religion. We've driven religion from our public. So, so that'll stay. We're never going to get through this. Going to keep stopping every four seconds. Um, I love what Christopher Hitchens said about this. He says he said uh, that morality doesn't come from religion; it predates it. Um, and that's that is an absolute fact. Yeah. Um, even if you look at, um, even if you look at, you know, kind of like the the Old Testament, right? Um, he said, uh, and it, it was. He was so rhetorically gifted uh, in the way that he would converse with people. He, he said in a debate once, he said, he said, are you trying to tell me that until you know our ancestors got to the foot of Sinai, that until then they thought rape, torture, murder, and everything, mm-hmm. the theft was okay? A-okay, yeah. Um, no, it's, you know, we, no. We, don't, we don't need uh, religious, religion to tell us that these things uh, are, are wrong. What the religious then turn that around and say, yeah, 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 I see. Um, the Bible says, because I think it's in Romans, it says the moral law is written on your heart. Which is just, and it's bullshit. Okay, Tony's got more. Public life, and we're shocked that we no longer have morality and we no longer value human life. Tony, I'd like to bring in Pastor Corey Brooks from the... Right. Uh, and then he goes on to talk about, uh, he has another friend join him for a circle jerk. <laughs> um, so we'll just, uh, we'll lend that there. Um <laughs> But, uh, you know, it's, it's a, you know, it's another <laughs> pastor, um, that, that comes on. So it, yeah. it's, uh, yeah, I mean, this is what, uh, and it's, it's not me again. Um, I have, I have so far within all of the activism that I've, that I've done within the people that I've spoken to met, been fortunate enough to have on the podcast, people like Lawrence Krauss, et cetera, um, I have a profound regret that I never met Christopher Hitchens mm-hmm. um, because so much of what I feel about the, the, the movement and the activism mm-hmm. um, I got from him. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I see, like, I can't tell you how many times I've read God is not great. Yeah. I've probably read it a dozen times. Yeah. Um, and, so, you know, like, again, like as so many to all the times these people say, you know, these stupid things, I can just pull a Hitchens quote out. Oh, that yeah. It's like a Simpsons quote. Yeah. So there's a Hitchens quote for everything. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, now then the, okay. So now we move on to our next one. Okay. This is, uh, I apologize if anybody's listening to this and they can hear my stomach grumbling. Oh, are you hungry? Always. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't have any food up here. No, that's fine. No. The, the snakes ate, but you probably won't I that am anyway. very not interested in what your snakes eat. <laughs> yep. Um, so our friend, Kat Kerr, mm-hmm. um, she's a lovely, um, completely deluded individual. Mm-hmm. And um, she has, uh, she's got a lot of problems. This is the video I was telling you the, that if I, if we, if I'd done the whole thing, it'd be 20 minutes long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, she, 
she refers to herself as a Christian prophetess. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, and what she's going to talk about today is, um, well, I'll just, you got to just hear her say it I'm first. I'm excited. Okay. Yeah. Everybody out there. Yes, this is a One Quest Weather Warriors update. One Quest Weather Warriors. Now, I, I invite everybody to go oh into a, go into the Google and type in Cat Kerr Weather Warriors. It's fucking hysterical. So what it is, is you know that kind of universal symbol, like a circle with two kind of jagged things coming out, showing like a hurricane? And you'll, you'll see them on the news as they kind of watch them go across. Yeah. Well, it's a hurricane thing with a big circle and, a, and, a, and an X to it saying like, no hurricane or a bad hurricane. Oh my God. Um, and then a little cross in the corner for Jesus. And, you know, one world, you know, weather warrior. Awesome. Okay. All right. Oh, man. You know, the other day we had the alert where we had many different things we were declaring over. If this is your first time. What does it mean to declare over something? Uh, isn't that just making shit? Isn't that just like that's just words, talking over it's stuff? Salad. Yeah, to, to to I I declare meek queen for the day. Okay. Yeah. I'm here. You'll have to just hang on and let me explain everything about what we're doing. Basically, though, basically we're taking authority over the weather, which we all know Jesus did. Taking authority over the weather. Now, she's not wrong because in the book of Matthew, it talks about how Jesus and his disciples were in a boat. Now, the story's fucked because it says that they were on a sea, which is actually just a lake, um, and that there were these big storms, which couldn't happen over a lake. Like, you know, big rolling waves and stuff. Like, how many times do you see, like, big, you know, like three, four, five meter waves on Lake Ontario? Yeah, uh, no, you don't. never. Yeah. Um, it gets choppy, right. to be fair, but... But what she's referring to is that, because mm. basically Jesus puts his hands and says, hey, water, calm down. And the water calms down. Jesus is Moana. That's wicked. There you go. That is wicked. Okay. Therefore, we're being just like him, and we're supposed to be, because we're made in his image and operate just like him. And so that's we, we're having a good time doing this. The last two years, this started in 2017... You can go back and look at some of our past posts and see uh, the few storms that are up there right now really are basically almost nothing compared to what we faced last year and even the year before. They're really, they're dwindling. Why? Because our words are having an effect when we speak. No, no, no. Yep. Oh, my. She would call you a scoffer. You're being a, you're scoffing. Um, So this twit thinks that like she's she's one of the ringleaders of these fucking morons that are standing on the beach saying go away storm and then getting killed by like the, the storm. people that are spraying fucking vinegar at the chem club chemtrails yeah and yeah. saying it's working because they dissipate yeah are you for fucking real yes they are okay see and i look at that and i'm just like dude if they can get a following i am golden man i'm fucking golden <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my God. People last year doing nothing but declaring over the weather, and let me tell you, it wreaked havoc on hell and hell's plans. So, welcome tonight. If this is your first time, 
hell has plans for us. I'm excited to see what they are. Well, I don't think that hell exists any more than I think heaven exists. No. But but it but hell ha- so the physical place has plans. It'd be like saying your house has plans for you. Right? Yeah. That's how fucking dumb this woman is. You can learn this in just a little bit of time. Basically, Jesus told us, I give you power over all the power of the enemy. And in case you wonder why we have so many violent types of weather, Satan has the ability to... Ding, 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 ding. The answer is Satan. So, Uh... hurricanes, Satan. Tornadoes, Satan. I mean, to each your own, really. You know, like, my, my happy little heart is just, you know... Not hurting anybody, really. Oh, right. Except my brain. But but this shit does damage to oh, people. Oh, it does. It really does. This shit does damage to people. And it's clearly damaged her. Uh. You jump into those storms or earthquakes or other things. <laughs> because he- I can just see a little Satan thing fucking running there. Right. <laughs> Woo! Weehee! <laughs> fucking jumping into the middle of a tornado. Woohoo, motherfuckers! Coming for your house. <laughs> and jumping into earthquakes. How do you how do you jump through the ground into the earthquake? Well, I guess, well, because he's a spirit. I mean, right? I oh god. I don't, I don't even know what to do with this. Woohoo! <laughs> Fucking just jumping in. <laughs> the kind of rules in this world because we've allowed him to by not taking all of our true power and authority over him but that's changing and it's going to get even better that's right because we're not fucking around anymore we haven't we haven't done what we could do but we're we're turned that corner we've about had enough of this i really wish i had the conviction to believe that i was changing the weather she doesn't fucking believe this shit <laughs> But she like, does. <clears throat> like, I, and I think I said this the last time I was on your show. Like, I am envious of that kind of passion and belief. Like, can you imagine believing that your, the power of your words is controlling the power of nature? No, and I'll tell you why. Because it's stupid. <laughs> Because it's stupid to think that. If you think, if you think, if you Again, have the to conviction. Each his own. Like, I, I just, I, I think, man, I, that's powerful. We need to find a safe space for these people. Soft, <laughs> soft walls. Um, you know, in the super duper padding. Uh, a, a cute little uh, jacket that does it. I want to talk to her and find out how she's so convinced of this. Like, how, what happened? What did, what does she have to do in a day to believe that this a is a lot what of she meth? Is? <laughs> so okay, I think there are two possibilities. Okay, to be fair, uh, to be fair, yeah, I will say there are three possibilities. Okay, the first possibility is it's true. No, it's not. Um, the second possibility is she truly believes it, mm-hmm. and that she needs psychiatric help. Or the third one, which I think is the most likely. 
mm-hmm. is she's fucking lying and she knows it. Like, like Dean and I have talked before about this. So we had, we had Cy Ten Bruggen and Kate mm-hmm. in studio. Mm-hmm. I vehemently disagree with him, but I don't believe that Cy is dishonest. Mm-hmm. I think he's wrong, mm-hmm. but I think he's honest. He truly believes what he's saying. We had a discussion with Kent Hovind. Mm-hmm. I'm convinced Ken Hovind knows he's fucking lying okay. because he's been called out and caught on so many things by so many people so mm-hmm. many times mm-hmm. that there's to, no way to still believe unless that. he is cataclysmically stupid, mm-hmm. which is not necessarily out of the realm of possibility. Cat's not finished. Don't ride the, don't ride on the little, oh, you know, whatever you want to call it, whirly gig. That's what used to call merry-go-rounds. Get off the merry-go-round of the doom and gloom people because you're wasting your time, your words, and your entire life. This is the season when we rule and reign with Jesus Christ. It's called the now time of God, not five years from now. Right now, you're supposed to be just like him. So tonight, we're going to take authority over the weather again. Dorian... That was just a, a tropical storm. Now has increased to a, a category one, which doesn't mean anything to me whatsoever because I know. <laughs> oh, well done. Oh, that is awesome. That is awesome. I control the weather, but I have no idea what a category one storm is. <laughs> she doesn't know what it is because she's fucking stupid. Category oh one, God. which means nothing to me. <laughs> that was brilliant that was brilliant oh shit okay hang on she's not done oh. uh, stunning results from us when we do this together it's even more powerful when the body comes together declares together agrees together or prays together and yes I know prayer is powerful we always are see here's the problem okay the bible says that whenever two or more come together mm-hmm. and pray, mm-hmm. whatever they ask for of my Father in heaven mm-hmm. will be done for them. Mm-hmm. Now, what this uh, what this means is it means a couple of things. Um, one, and this is not this is not my line. This is actually a line from Matt Dillahunty. What it means is one of two things. One. Two people have never come together to ask for anything because nothing's ever happened. For Like the, the result of prayer is always fucking mm-hmm. zilch. Mm-hmm. Or it's all bullshit. The second seems more likely. We're going to pray. God said that he calls his house a house of prayer. And yet, and this time right now, we learn to declare and decree and, and, and say what God has given us in this world. So we're going to take authority over this storm, Dorian. What do you say? So I have a really quick question. Sure. Wouldn't this be considered God's will? Um, so, well, it depends on what you believe, right? So there are, there are people who believe that, like, and, and not necessarily just Christianity. There mm-hmm. are, there are, there are Muslims who would say it is, only as Allah wills. Mm-hmm. Nothing happens mm-hmm. without 
um, w- w- without him giving the thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Um, there are Christians who believe the same uh, same things. There are Christians who believe in predestination. Um, so, for example, like there there are Christians who believe that basically as soon as God basically spoke everything into existence, your fate was already determined. He already knew whether you mm-hmm. would go to heaven or hell. Okay. Period. End of sentence. There are those who there are those who believe that, and now there are also those who who will say, "Well, no, you know what? None of this was supposed to be this way, but we live in a fallen creation." Uh, that's one of um, um, fuck. What's his name? Banana Man. Ray Comfort. That's one of Ray Comfort's f- famous. Uh, favorite lines. We live in a fallen creation. So everything was super duper perfect mm-hmm. until a talking snake <laughs> um, mm-hmm. spoke mm-hmm. to two people. And well, actually it's a woman's fault because the snake went to Eve and said, eat the apple. And then Eve gave it to Adam and Adam was stupid and took a bite and kaboom, ch- uh, child labor pains and the end of everything. Yeah. I love though that she gave it to him, and instead of going, yeah, we're not supposed to eat this, he went, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, but then it's the woman's fault, because yeah. she pulled it off the tree. She didn't pull it off the tree, shove it into his mouth, and make him bite it. No, but but it said that she she ate first. Oh, did she? So it's Eve's So why fault. does he have the Adam's apple, then? Well, I don't know. Jesus. Hang on. And you can see my weather map right here. This is part of our weather. <laughs> if you have to, if you if you can find the video, the weather map looks like something torn out of a seventh grade geography book, um, and she just drew circles all over it to show where all the storms were. It's really quite funny. Weather warriors kit. Here you go. Right here is the logo. I know I just put you on that side. Sorry, Jen. Just squish it over here just a little bit. Okay, this is a logo for the Weather Warriors, which of course you can see says no. See the little cross? That's what I was telling you about with the... Okay, yep. It says taking authority. Weather Warriors taking authority. We are over the weather, not under the weather. And yes, we have many things with the symbol on it because God is starting a whole move of God about taking authority. I don't know even know what that means. God is starting a whole move of God. Right. Is that like a dance move? Is it like Dance Dance Revolution? <laughs> dance Dance Revolution. <laughs> what is this? This is the God move. I create you. God started it. That's right. I create you. I destroy you. I create you. I destroy you. Over all forms of destructive weather. And that is, we talk about that. This is not just a nice little book to read. This is just the first... Um, the first time we've ever even written something like this, I know it's going to get better. I'm sure it'll be in a nice booklet form one day. But right- it's just the first draft. First- Wait, is it just like a scrap piece of paper? No, it's like a it, it's like a, uh, it, it's like a duotang. Oh, awesome! With okay. just some paper inside and her stupid logo on the front of it. Right now, this is what we have, and it is very dangerous against hell. So this is <laughs> the weather warriors right here. Here's their image, and in here. You'll find all different... If you were the devil, if I was the devil, I would go and fuck her shit up. (laughs) (laughs) I would seriously... I would... I would wait 
until <laughs> she was standing at the top of the stairs and whoops, banana peel. <laughs> she would, if she was that, da- if I was the devil mm-hmm. and she was that dangerous to me, yeah, I would fuck her up. Right. Do you not think he's powerful enough to do that? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Unless she gets dominion over him first. Um, okay. Hang on. Oh, dear. types of things to declare over right here. Um, and we're adding the fires because you know about Brazil and in Alaska. Yes, we do know. Weather warriors have declared everywhere, not just here in America. So, no, no. I understand the connection between weather and forest fires. Forest fires, however, you'll have to correct me if I'm wrong. Fires aren't weather. Right? Like, like a fire is not like, oh, it's... Unless it's raining fire. Well, see, I don't know. I, I, you're scaring me. N- well, but I think there is, there is, uh, weather has the power to create fire. I no, I get that, and I said that that connection. Mm-hmm. I get the connection between yeah climate change and all these horrible fires mm-hmm. like California mm-hmm. and, and all these other, the mm-hmm. fucking Amazon right now is on fire. Yeah, but that's not weather related. No, but it's yeah, it's like that's not helping. No. Um so but there's a part of me that says like it it is kind of it's it's weather related. Yeah. I wouldn't call a forest fire a weather I no. Um, but but I also wouldn't call a volcano a weather or an earthquake a weather. No. I would call them natural disasters. Sure. But not weather. Nope. No. Okay. Yeah. She's still not done yet. Okay. By the way, anywhere in the world, if you're a born again believer and you follow Jesus Christ, not just as a fan, but literally follow him. I'm sorry, as uh, a fan? No, not as a fan, right? So like a, so what's, what's a, bu- oh, like a roadie. No, like a groupie. <laughs> a groupie. A groupie. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and a real follower, not just on Twitter. I am actually in his entourage, but... Oh, know. okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Praise be upon you. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, so gotta fo- you got to follow. You got to like all the posts. Oh, of course. Yeah. You got to retweet mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. A re- so, real. I'm li- I, have, I have a number one fan badge on Jesus' page. Okay. Yeah then you have the right to speak against all of these destructive things going on because Jesus said, I give you power over all the power of the enemy. And we do realize this is a natural, physical world. There are different types of weather here on this earth, but God never designed anything to be damaging, you know, killing and destructive. That sounds like hell, right? Except himself. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, God never did anything. Never. So... But didn't, okay, all right, hang on, wait, 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 okay. Um, if, 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 the, if all the story's true, mm. and God made everything, mm-hmm. then didn't he make the storms? That's what I'm saying. Didn't isn't he, God, isn't, isn't this God's will? Didn't he create the, because if, if, if he created the earth, then that means he created the systems that think. make the storms happen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they're going against God's will. Unless. Like, how do you rationalize that? It's I mean, clearly we're, we're talking about rational people. So I'm, I'd be curious to know how she rationalizes that 
she's actually working against God's will to... I don't know. Right? It's kind of know. a conundrum. She's almost done. Jesus, Jesus came to bring life and bring it more abundantly. That's why we're here. We are here to bring more abundant life. So this has tornadoes in it, uh, tropical storms and hurricanes... So she's I basically, think, this is the last little bit, and I'll just end it with that. Mm-hmm. So basically, she's holding up this booklet mm-hmm. saying, here's how you declare over hurricanes. Here's how you declare oh, okay. over, you know. So it's, it's, like a, it's like a cookbook. Like a spell book. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Clickety-click. Bob a trick. Exactly. Um, and that's as much as, yeah, that's as much of an effect it's going to have as well. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> okay, we've only got two left, and they're short ones. So the first one is, uh, is Bucket Boy, um, Jim Baker. <laughs> Now, uh, we've never talked about this before, but I'll say it again. How anyone can take Jim Baker seriously after spending all that time in prison for fraud uh, is beyond me. But his fucking minions and lackeys have just like, oh, it's it, it's like, um, it's like uh, fucking, what was his name? Uh, you know, the um, Jimmy Swagger. When Jimmy Swagger got caught basically fucking some prostitute in a hotel room. He's just like, you know, I've, he goes on TV and says, I've sinned against you, I'm sorry, and people just fucking take him back. And the same shit with Jim Baker. Love it. You know, he comes out of prison, and he's just like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm better now. Mm-hmm. And everybody just fucking buys his buckets of slop and, uh, you know, talks about you know, just about how good he is. But this is a serious message from, from Jim. Okay. Because he has been threatened with violence. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, poor Muffin. What's it going to take for the church to really stand up in, during these next election years? I, I'm very concerned because if, if we don't, God's not mocked. People in America. Yes, he is. I mock him all the time. Oh, I thought he said God's not mobbed, like like no, a mobbed. mob. And right. I was like, actually, he kind of is. God so, is kind of a mob. So the okay. the Bible says God is not mocked. Mocked what you reap, you will sow. Mm. Yeah, I mock God fucking daily. Yeah, you do. Yeah. America mocking God. <clears throat> We're in a serious time. There's a lady. That has a shirt back there, that T-shirt. Would you would you say, pray for forty-five? I've been yeah. thinking, Lance, you you. I know that's yeah. are truly the wrecking ball preacher. I mean, you you brought Trump right he, out he there. He means that in a good way. Yes, yes, he does. I know, <laughs> but I mean, because you're not afraid. Yeah. And you weren't afraid to stand up for Trump. Says you labeled him what God told you about him, and. But now this shirt she has there, I've been thinking, I don't dare wear a Trump hat. And I'm confessing, I'm confessing it. Neither would I, but it's only because it would mess up my hair. Yeah. <laughs> but the evil in this country is so bad. The being, if I was a Republican, which I had been my whole life, I could I couldn't wear a hat with my candidate on it without concern about being mm-hmm. murdered in the streets. Uh, now come on. 
It's really right. What's wrong with America? Why, why are we putting up with this? The president's a fucktwat. That's what's wrong with America. What's wrong with America? How long you got? President 45. There's a lot of... Now, it's funny. There's a lot of great things about the U.S. We have dear friends there that we love so much. Um, but what's wrong with America? Uh, list, please. Right. There's a lot. We're not perfect. Canada's no. not perfect by a fucking long shot. No. But... Um, that's a lo- when you say what's wrong with America. That's a yeah. loaded <laughs> pun intended. I mean, the question. fact that if if the, the fact that you can't wear a hat with your candidate's name on it should tell you everything you need to know about your fucking candidate. Yeah. Yep. That's true. What else you got to say? What if every church member's got to pray for forty five? made them up themselves and do something you know america is freedom of speech freedom of everything freedom of religion and yet the christians are cowering back (laughs) and living in fear even though we've elected a president unless we move out in god it will be the last president we ever elect and that's that um, so the, the whole thing is just, is just unbelievable. Um, yeah, the whole thing is just unbelievable. It's, uh, yeah. So that's, that's Jimmy. Um, and the last little bit, uh, of audio that we have is, uh, from just a lovely individual. His name is, uh, coach Dave Dobbenmeyer. Okay. Now he's not a coach in any way, shape or form. He has a green screen, green screen backdrop of a stadium mm-hmm. that's empty. <laughs> I'm gonna kid you not. And he wears a uh, a red baseball cap with a black brim that has a cross on it. Okay. Because Jesus. Okay. Um. And uh, Davy, he has a few things to say about now his. Dave's uh, organization is called Pass the Salt Ministries. Now, not like table salt, but you know, like the whole salt of the earth, mm-hmm. same from the Bible. Um, well, Dave has uh, some thoughts on uh, Jewish people. His math in this is astounding. I imagine it is. Okay. This is what blew me away. The general subdivision of religions of the world is distributed very nearly in the following proportions. 1900, these are the total Christians. Okay, Christians. He's reading something from 119 years ago. That's what I thought he said. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. Yep. 405 million Christians in the world. Jews, 7,000 7,500,000. Muslims, Mohammedans, 160 million. Buddhists, 350 million. I don't even know how he got to that. 150 million Muslims in 1900. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think so. Anyway. Pagans, 200 million. Other Asiatic religions, $257,500. But see, 
$500,000. And see, you just missed the most unbelievable statistic, and I'm not going to get into the depth about it because you're going to call me names. Oh, yes. Sir. In 1900, there were 7,500,000 Jews in the world. In, in 1900, mm-hmm. 7.5 million Jews, mm-hmm. approximately. In 1900, 7,500,000 Jews in the world. This ain't forged. This isn't, uh, uh, what's that thing? It doesn't matter. Folks, (laughs) 7,500,000 Jews in the world. Go back, Connor. Because here it is. He's talking to his producer. Can somebody explain to me how 6 million of them died in Germany? So we don't need to hear any more than that. Basically, he's denying the Holocaust. Um, so he's he's saying that in 1900, there were seven and a half million Jews. Mm-hmm. How could six million have died in the 1940s? Right, Four like decades later. Yeah, like it does. That doesn't make sense. I'm I'm I feel fairly confident in saying that Jews like to fuck like anybody else, right? Sex I feel generally like feels he's got good. his dates wrong. Like he's got a he must have been saying like the 1900s, like 1999, no, 1998, no, like no. I don't think he meant like the year 1900. If you look up I'm not vi- trying to defend him because if you look up the video, you can see that basically it it's it's essentially like a religious census document mm-hmm. from 1900. Really? He's like just from back. actually 1900. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then I don't understand what the... the Neither does he. Oh, my God. It's okay. Because that math works out. It leaves 1.5 million. Sure. But in the four decades leading up to right? the Second the, World I'm pretty War, sure that grew. Yeah. Considerably. Because fucking. 40 years. Because fucking. Because fucking, yes. That's like 40 years is two generations. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. In those times too. I mean, that's even, it's probably even more than that. No, I think a generation's like between 20 20 to 25 years. Yeah. So, but, but anyway. That's lots of kids too. Yeah. 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 Um, that, uh, that brings us to the end of our, our news for this. uh, That is. This episode, I wanted to just keep it light. Yeah, all all audio. Thanks for sharing that with me. Yeah, no problem. So okay, so so now we're we're only an hour and six minutes in. Oh, that's it. Yeah, doesn't seem like that long. It's almost bedtime. Uh, What time is it? Eight (laughs) forty-three. Not quite. Um, Okay, it's actually fifteen minutes past bedtime. Oh no. (laughs) Okay, so. Uh, when you reached out to me and said, hey, there's some stuff I want to talk. And so we should clarify for people. You had first said, hey, I want to come come back on to talk to you about this stuff I'm doing. A few, oh, I a few said months ago. no such thing. Yeah, yeah she did. No. Um, yeah, you did. No, I didn't. I'm you gonna find the text messages and may post have them all mentioned, because well, you had mentioned that you would like to have me back on the show. And I, I said again, I don't know what I would talk about because I'm just me. Um, but then I did start doing stuff. Right. 
He did start doing things. Right. And so we reevaluated. So go. The floor is yours. <laughs> so, so, so what we're talking about is your newest uh, endeavor. Yeah. My, my lifelong pursuit for the thing I get to call my own. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I'm... What is that? Um, for the moment, um, who knows what it will evolve into, but for the moment, um, that would be life coaching. Okay. Um, now, I already have a life. <laughs> it's in shambles, <laughs> but I have a life. At what point do you call the coach in? So, I mean, you would call me in when more of your life is... Uh, than it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> now you couldn't see Meredith's face <laughs> during that, but but I told. So the sound was one thing, but the look on her face totally made it. Had it make, make sense? Yeah. So so really, I mean, I can I help with everything, but it, it was funny because I actually had a networking event today, and everything kind of all came together and. It was it was a very interesting day, but I didn't want to talk about that today. Okay. So okay, so so it's down to one coaching. Down to one coaching is the name of my company. Yes. So let's, t- let's talk about that. Okay. So um, it's it's funny actually. Dean came up with the name down to one. Um, so in December, I kind of. Oh, I mean, you know my story, I think. Maybe not. Um, I really reached like a, a rock bottom. Um, I, it was literally my life on the line. Um, and I had to make some choices about what I wanted for my life. And I eventually decided that I wanted to be happy, whatever that looked like. And so I started to do this and that and this and that and just made different choices. And as I focused on one area of my life and I improved that one thing, then I'd move on to the next one and I'd improve that one and then I'd move on to the next one and so on and so on. And so when I did my coaching course, um, Dean actually was the one who jokingly, when I was trying to come up with my name, he's like, you should call it down to one. Cause for the whole last like four months, I'd been saying, you know, I just have to bring it down to one thing. Like I just have to bring it down to one thought, one, you okay. know, one thing. And so he's like, you should call it down to one. And so I did. And it just like, as he said it, I was like, yes, yes, that's what it is. Does that's he get exactly royalties what for it that? Is. Uh, sure. Okay. Um, I'm looking out for you, brother. <laughs> And, and so as I, as I kind of played around with the name and I rolled it around on my tongue a bit, um, it started to kind of come together because it's more than just, it's more than just bringing it down to one thing. It's, it's bringing it down to one person. It's bringing it down to you. It's, it's because, I mean, as a coach, I don't really do I know it sounds really silly, but I don't really do anything okay. for you. I simply help you see what's already there in a different way. 
So it's not about what I can do for you. It's what I can help you do for you. So it's down to one. It's down to you. It really all comes down to you. Um, And then uh, there was another one in there somewhere, and I totally forget what it is now. Okay, so tell me what this process looks like. Oh, oh! I should, I should um, ask. Yeah. Because Dean was telling me that um, when he mentioned it on the podcast, mm-hmm. you got some emails and stuff like that. I did. Yeah, he told me that people reached out to you. Oh, I did was. have um, a little bit of an increase on my on my website. Yes. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. okay. So then, so so tell me what that. So so tell me like from. From beginning to end, or or the, the the process, lay the process out for me and tell me what that looks like. Oh gosh, well that's that's a that's a really difficult question to answer because it looks different for everybody. But so I okay, so I reach out to you. Yeah. And I, like I go onto your Facebook page, your email, or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, my fucking life sucks. Help me <laughs> send. Um, so I would I'd reach out to you, and we would set up a a time to meet or if meeting is not possible to talk on the phone. Um, and I'd really just listen and try and kind of weed out what it is that you're actually struggling with. Cause a lot of people will say, you know, I'm really struggling with, uh, you know, motivation to do stuff and, and yeah, you are, but it could be something deeper than that. Like you just, and I don't know because okay, it's so, different for everybody. But okay. as we talk, then... You said something interesting there mm-hmm. about... So you'll meet or if that's not possible, set up a phone call or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so the person lives in Windsor, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, we'd obviously do a phone call. Right, so you do a phone call or yeah. like a Skypey thing or yeah, a so I do a lot of or... Yeah, I do a lot of stuff over Zoom okay. for long-distance clients. I like to be able to see them. Like I really sure. like yeah. sitting down with people because I can look at them and feel their feel, see their body language and kind of see how they're right. talking and around certain areas of their life and that sort well, of thing. Well, that's a huge thing. I mean, everybody, like, I mean, I'm, this is not uh, a big secret, but... I, 80% of our communication is, mm-hmm. non-ver- is nonverbal, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So th- the ability to, because I could, I could be talking to you on the phone yeah. and holding a gun in my hand. Yeah. And I'd never know. And you wouldn't know. No. Right. So, uh, so, so the whole, the, the, the visual thing and being able to look at whether or not the person is, you know, like open and engaging with open hands or whether or not they're closed off with their arms. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, what are you going to do for me, bitch? Mm-hmm. Um, you, you can, you can get a better, you can get a better sense of that uh, yeah, in, in that way. Yeah. One question that just popped into my head mm-hmm. is as you're going throughout this process, is there a point where, is there a point where you say, um, this is beyond my scope? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, I do have a, like a code of ethics that I have to follow. Right. Um, if there's any, you know, suicidal, um, self-harm, external harm things like that i i'm obligated to pass care on i I can't i can't deal with that um so you can't be my helper then unfortunately (laughs) i got bombs all no i'm just kidding um yeah okay so um all right 
So then, okay, so I interrupted you when you were telling me about the process. Yeah, you said that's that it, okay. You said so, that, it's, that it's completely individual. It really is. And that it's it's really hard for me to explain what I do without having an example to give. Okay. So, um, so a per, okay, so, okay. So I'm approaching you and I'm having. Oh, it's ro- never going to work with you because you're going to make some bullshit up and I can't work with bullshit. Okay. <laughs> So unless you want to air your dirty laundry right here, right now, which I don't think you do, I don't think it, it's, it's, it's too, it really is about like, for me, my practice is about giving you the space to be, so when you come to me, you are coming to me because you are stuck. You are you just don't know what to do anymore. And I have to give you the space to weed through all of the mental bullshit, all of the loops and all of the, everything is in there that I need to know in order to get you to realize what it is that's actually holding you back. Okay, so that's why you that's why you would rely more. So we can't do a mock situation, no, because you you really need authenticity. I really do, yeah. Okay, yeah, that I really I really need to hear all of it. Like I need to hear all of the baggage. Okay. And I mean, you know me. I'm I will sit and I will listen to it, and I will. I'm the last person who's going to judge anybody. Believe me, like the shit that I've thought and done in my life. I'm like I have. I just think people are friggin' beautiful and amazing. And yes, everybody, you can throw examples out at me and I am telling you there is redemption there. I, there is, there is, there is. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I know like it's, it's funny because that's obviously the first example that everybody gives. Sure. And I, I, I know exactly how, I know exactly how he works. Because he works the exact same that everybody else does, except he works on like a super duper high level. Everybody wants to be validated. And this goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Oh, okay. So talk about validation. Right? Everybody wants to be valid. Like they want to be, everybody wants to be right. And. Okay. Sorry. I'll stop interrupting you. Tell me what you mean. So. Nobody wants to be told that what they're thinking or feeling is quote unquote wrong. It doesn't have to be right, but they Mm. don't want to be told or made to feel like what they think is wrong. And the problem is that, I mean, if you look around at society, everything is geared towards you're not enough. Which in essence is you're wrong. But okay, right? so the so you're really talking more thoughts and feelings rather than rather than something like um, that can be more tangible. Not necessarily tangible, but that can be shown to be correct in a sense. So you're talking more about thoughts and feelings or the validation of thoughts because and and in that case, I completely agree with you. I don't think that anyone's feelings mm-hmm. are invalid. Mm-hmm. I think their feelings might be misplaced. See, and but that's. 
I, I think there, I think people's feelings can be so. Like for for example, um, okay, l- let me give you an, let me give you a, a, a concrete example. Uh, a woman's right to choose. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. what she does with her own body. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel, and I'm I'm making this up because I don't actually feel this way. Yeah. I feel very strongly that abortion should be completely illegal in every sense, right? Mm-hmm. In fact, if you even if you have an abortion, then you should you know like we'll send you to Ecuador, where they'll put mm-hmm. you in jail. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. I feel very strongly about this. Okay. That's your right. Yeah. Um, but that's, but it's wrong. But it's not because it's just a feeling. It's only wrong when it's put into action. Right. And that's what I mean. And, and, and that's what I meant when I said kind of, you know, more misplaced because yeah. it's the application of those things. So, yeah. so you, can, you can. And that's why I say I'll, I'll condone your feelings, but I will not condone your actions. Right. And validation is about saying you're absolutely right to feel that way. That is your prerogative, your life and all of the things that have happened. I don't get to judge why you think that way. Be, no more than you get to judge the shit that I think in my head. I don't get to judge you for that. I don't get to tell you that you're wrong to think or feel exactly as you do. I am, however, allowed to say that you're acting like an idiot when you try to get these laws passed in a Senate. That's different. Okay. That is different because now you're actually harming people. Okay, let me throw and in a that's not okay, cool. Let me let me throw one that's that's easier to keep within the realms of of thought. Um and of course everything like what I'm what I'm about to say yep. is not representative of anything that's actual actually real. I use it only as an example. Um black people are no damn good. Uh I'm a white person and I am better than them. Uh and it is them, not mm-hmm. not me. Mm-hmm. Um and that's just that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Do you draw the same line between prejudice and discrimination? P- prejudice is so someone who's prejudiced is is the one who has the thought. Discrimination mm-hmm. is the action of mm-hmm. that is acting out that thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same way you know, it's like I'm not going to bake you a cake because you're gay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm not going to marry you because you're an interracial again, couple. I'm it, not going it, to exactly again. Yeah, no, but, I I don't. I don't have to agree with your feelings or your thoughts to understand. But to call their feelings right? Like, even... Like, well, I can't call them wrong. But but they're, but the only difference between a black person and a white person is melanin. Absolutely. So they are factually incorrect. But they're not... <sighs> so... And this is, I'm a little bit different than other people. I really am. And again, I don't agree with that way of thinking. I don't agree with it. Okay. And I don't need to know what happened in your life to make you think that. Okay. But I do know that at some point in your life, you have made a connection between black people and white people being superior. Okay. And you have felt whatever you felt to make you think this. Okay. I don't need to know what it is. Okay. Because it doesn't matter. It's, it, it is. I'm getting the sense that it's, and I didn't mean to cut you off again, but the, 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 the more this conversation evolves, I'm getting the sense where like, 
one of the things, that, and this kind of just popped into my head, but remember that um, Alanis Morissette song, The Only Way Out Is Through? Only when the out the only the only way out yes. is through yes so like you know in order to get you know it's like uh, you know to deal with your shit to do whatever the mm-hmm. only way you know the only way out is through mm-hmm. um, uh, great song but yeah whatever so is is that more of what you're you're driving at so okay so so here are your thoughts I quote unquote validate your thoughts mm-hmm. and now let's talk about now let's talk can, about them we don't really need to talk about them because we only need to talk about them if you feel that it's an issue that needs to be talked about. Right. And, and the reality is, um, members of the KKK are not coming but, to you saying, so here's I, I got to learn how to not hate them black people. Well, exactly. No, right. they're not. But here's the thing. So I, oh, I don't even know if I should say this on, on your podcast because it does reach a lot of people and it's kind of a weird <laughs> we can say anything. So, I don't think anybody's gonna. I don't think anybody's gonna judge you. No, and no. So I, I know your email but, address. So a funny thing happens when you start to when you start to be validated for the things that you don't think you're worthy of being validated for. Okay you tend to start reevaluating other areas of your life. Such as? Such as, so what I really kind of specialize in doing is taking negative emotions, so anger, frustration, apathy, um, lethargy, things like that. Like mm-hmm. those, those th- feelings and. No, I think you hit the nail on the head right, with negative that, emotions. Yeah. That, that don't, aren't productive. I take those and I'm trying to figure out the wording for this. Change them, mold them, redirect them. Oh my God, my brain totally just like went into a a more positive way, a, a more positive action forward, right? So I we take this negative emotion and we address it. So anger is not a productive emotion, right? Anger, frustration, apathy, these are not productive emotions. Nothing gets solved with anger and lethargy. So we take that, we assess what it is that's causing those issues and those emotions, and we find ways to move forward from there. What happens is that this doesn't, this makes you more attuned to the negative emotions. So when you're going through your life, once you understand how to take that and flip it into a more productive habit, you start to see the other areas in your life where anger and frustration kind of run rampant. And it's not a comfortable emotion anymore. 
it's not a comfortable place to be because the flip side of that is enjoyment in life and enjoyment in life brings in more enjoyment in life. I, I'm, I'm, I'm understanding now more why you can't do a fake scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, because like I watch you and what you can't see is you can't see Meredith kind of like struggling with like struggling even in, even in her body language, trying to come up with an answer to a problem that hasn't been identified. <laughs> and, and so it's, and so it, it makes a yeah. lot more sense why you can't just say, Hey, I'm, uh, Blank. Talk about it. Yeah, uh, it, it makes more sense now. Why yeah. you can't? Why you can't do that? Yeah, it's a lot more fine tuned. Like it's it's to like the individual. Yeah, to the individual. Yeah, it's really really specific to okay. the person. Yeah. What are your goals, or a a goal or whatever? Oh God, well. Don't swear on this podcast. He said God. No, he said God. I know. Um, So I have I have a bunch of goals. I mean, my first goal is just to help as many people as I can, and um, you know, just put out content that teaches people how to find better ways of dealing constructively with their emotions and moving into a more positive frame of mind. Um, my second goal would be to, um, <laughs> uh, really and truly my like ultimate is to help people move past anxiety. Okay. Um, that's and huge. I, well, it is and it isn't. And, and it's I'm, funny because it okay, all so. just clicked today that I know exactly I'm not, I'm, and I'm not saying that it's unattainable, unattainable, huge is maybe huge is the, word, the wrong word, lofty. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a, but that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. um, no one, no one ever changed the world by champion, by championing mediocrity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so having a lofty goal is a good thing. I don't yeah. think there's anything wrong with that in any way, shape or form. So, okay. So. You you meet one on one. You have a phone call. You have a Skype. Mm-hmm. You have a Zoom. You have a this. You have a that. Yeah. Um. And then you go into sessions. And then are these yeah, sessions and then we, individual or group? Oh no, individual. Always individual. Always individual. Always individual. Okay. Uh, well, I do. I do. Um. Workshops at restaurants and stuff in the area. Um. Basically, just talking about different aspects of like tiny aspects of what I do. Right. To a group. Just right. so that they can kind of understand. So here's here's here are some things that I could help you with on an individual basis if that's the road you want to go down. Kind and then people of. can take from that and say, Oh, okay, oh I, I like that, I don't like this, I like that, I don't like this. And then they can they can reach out to you and say, I would like to talk to you about X, Y, or Z mm-hmm. in terms of my life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and then, yeah, we would just do individual sessions and... I mean, and is it like, like buy one, get one free? Like, I don't understand, like... And, and not that anyone... And it's just, just ignore that, it, the, the, uh, <laughs> the, the how it all works. But so how do you determine... Uh, or again, is this completely... I think I'm answering my own question, but it's completely individualistic. Like, like how do you sit... How do you look at someone and say, 
fuck, this is going to take me years to get through your shit. Uh, obviously, well, you would never say something like that to somebody. No, but- so, and it wouldn't be up to me, right? And that's the, that's the beauty of the coaching is, so we would sit down and we would talk. And, I mean, I have a few different options available to people. I understand that cost is a thing and, you know, some people don't really want to commit to the the whole big thing and that's fine. You don't have to, but I mean, I don't, I don't just take anybody on. Okay. Um, there is a, you know, there is a call where we sit and we talk about why you want my help and what you think you're going to gain from working with me. And realistically, if I don't think that you really understand what's required of you, then I'm I'm not going to put in that effort to okay. help you, right? Like if you're just like, well, I, you know, I'm going to come to you and you're going to give me all the answers and tell me how to make my life better. Uh, no, I'm not. No, okay. I'm not. I'm I'm going to show you some tools and some tricks to help you discover how you can make your life better. Because again, I'm not living your life. This is your life, not mine. I have no idea the shit that you deal with on a daily basis, nor do I want to. I don't need to know where you're from, what happened to you in the past. I don't need to know any of that. I just need to know what you want to change and what you're willing to work with me on. Okay, that's interesting. And how do people connect with you? So I am on Facebook. Um, I'm at uh, Down to One Coaching on Facebook. That's really my main platform. I do have a website, um, and I am kind of in the process of revamping the whole thing. It's not. So it, it has one of those under construction logos on it. No, it's all there, and you can see my picture and all of that crap, and see the FAQ. All of that still stands. My packages are on there, um, but it's not. I, most of my my content is on Facebook. That's where I really kind of get a little bit more personal. I get, you know, I give out a little bit more information about okay. things that you can do to help move your life forward without Whatever. hiring me. You don't need, I mean, you really don't need to hire me right. to get help. I can, you can go through my Facebook feed and you can get all of the little tips and tricks and this and that. But again, like you're just getting this information that really means nothing until we sit down and we really piece it together for you. Okay. Right. Cause I'm just giving out general knowledge to everybody. Right. But once we have a conversation, I can dig into you sure. and and figure it out from there. So and what about the Twitter? Oh God, the Twitter. I am on the Twitter. I am on the Twitter and I am on the Instagram. See, I don't do I don't do Instagram. I don't do either of them. I'm I'm Twitter's one of my so new favorite things. So my company is called me... Down to One for a reason. So I focus right. on one thing until I get it right. Oh, okay. And then I move on. And I tried to do all the everythings. So I do have a Twitter account and I do have an Instagram account. Um, Instagram, I find, is a little bit easier because I can link it to my Facebook. Right. So I can do an Instagram post with a picture and it automatically posts to my Facebook. But then it posts to my personal page, which doesn't link to my business page. And it's just a big clusterfuck of nope. So... I really just do Facebook. Okay. Until I'm comfortable moving on with something new. So people can send you a message on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Or people can send you an email. Mm-hmm. 
And how do yep. they... So you can send me an email at, um, uh, what is my email? Uh, Meredith, M-E-R-E-D-I-T-H, at down to one, the number one, coaching.com. Cool. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, can you respond in seven to ten business days? Oh, God, if you email me at that email address, I'll be so goddamn excited that I'll probably respond, like, within half an hour. Sweet. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, so I'm just excited to really just help people. And my my passion has always been to help people, and I never really knew how I was going to do it until I did this coaching course and got all of these really cool tools and tricks and then I used it to change my life and then I figured out how I did it. <laughs> right. And uh, yeah, so now I'm just working my way. Through the rest of the population. Through the rest of the population, yeah. One person at a time. Exactly. Started with me. Now we see where it goes. All right. Yeah. So did you have anything else you wanted to say? Oh, so it? much, but... We're at an hour and 35. Yeah. I think somewhere in there, there is a cure for, for religion. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because um, I, I really do, I really and truly do believe that religion is just, it's, and that's what I wanted to talk about today, but we really got off topic. But uh, religion really is just, it's about being validated on a much bigger level than most people are used to being validated. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even take it that like religion is just, it's a, it's a, it's a poison. It is, uh, uh as Christopher Hitchens has said, you know, created second commanded to be well. Um, and you know, re- religion convinces you that you're sick mm-hmm. so that they can sell you the cure. Well, that's what I'm saying. They, they, they've, they've created this place where you're validated for, what you think is all of the wrong reasons. All, exactly. Exactly. Yep. Well, that yeah. can be what we talk about next time. Woot woot. You can definitely come back on next time. I'll have you back. At least once more. <laughs> At least once Maybe. More. Maybe. Yeah, well, yeah. Maybe. Um, okay, so I think that uh, wraps it up. Yeah, I really appreciate being allowed back on. Allowed. Quite come nice. On. I quite like the new setup, by the way. It's very, very nice. As do I. Yeah. It is... Uh, and all four of your babies. All four of the babies. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay, so reach out to... Uh, reach out to Meredith. So Meredith at downtoonecoaching.com or and find her on... that's the number one. Down number to one. one the right. number one coaching. And on Facebook, com. just Meredith Roberts. Yep, Meredith Roberts or down to one coaching the word one because consistency is key right yeah <laughs> and probably because facebook and um, also because but if you if, if anybody if you see uh dean's facebook which is just dean roberts uh on yep. facebook you'll find meredith that way or if you go to mine's michael stewart you'll see meredith on there because yep. um we're connected that way yep feel free to friend me and follow along i'm yeah and if you're, if you're not sure on, on any of those things, or if you think Meredith's just a tad creepy, um, you can send us an email at c8rogers.com mm-hmm. and I'll filter throughout and, and decide what, what she can see and what she can't see. Sounds um, good. <laughs> you can uh, reach, out, reach, reach out to us on Twitter at the underscore c underscore uh, podcast. Um, I've been having, Twitter is like my new, like, 
it kind of gets me horny now. Oh God. Um, because there are some of these, these people on Facebook that I'm just having so much fun with. Um, so, uh, thanks to everybody for, for tuning in and for continuing to, uh, to listen to us, uh, with our, our ramblings and so on and so forth. And, um, coming up very, very soon, actually next week will be our conversation with Steve McCray and Cheshire. Um, and, uh, Dean will be here for, for that, of course. And I, I don't know what we're going to be talking about yet. Maybe some of the, the NSS, uh, debacle, but we'll, we'll see what happens there. And then, um, I'm chatting still with Matt Dillahunty and, uh, we'll have our Muslim, uh, friends in our former Muslim friends to talk about uh, their deconversion story. So much, uh, happening. So stick with us, uh, through all that stuff. And, uh, we'll be back at you next week with another episode, but until next week, I have been Michael and I have been Meredith and we shall see you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This has been the CA. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please drop by the iTunes store and give us a review and subscribe to get the latest episodes as soon as they release. Just a reminder, the views expressed on this broadcast are solely those of the hosts and are for entertainment purposes only. Never take advice from two guys expressing an opinion on a podcast. That's just silly. See you back here soon.